0: Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Neoliberal Round podcast. There is a lot of breaking news, especially as it relates to what's going on in Ukraine with the Russian invasion. Uh, I understand from several news sources that over 120,000 people have uh, fled the country and several hundred of, hundreds of thousands of people are trying to evacuate the city. And there are long lines as they try to go to uh, go into countries such as nearby countries such as Poland. Uh, there, I think part there are other news that's happening as it relates to that news coming in is that um, there are more heavy sanctions on Russia, f- financial sanctions, which would even create more problems for Russia for the Russian finan- financial sector. I think they are cut off from from doing certain transactions with with Swiss banks. But what is commendable is that uh, the Ukrainians and their president Zelensky, the, the president has ordered that no mail can leave the country, and they have even they are even trying to supply guns to the uh, to to. to to the residents, to the men, to arm, to arm all the citizens or the men there so that they can stave off or fight off the Russians. They are they're doing makeshift uh, weapons and bombs, uh, petrol cocktail bombs, uh, petrol cocktail bombs, and they are even the residents, they're building those and giving them to the, to the army. They're, the president has decided is defiant. He will not leave and he will fight to the end. The Ukrainians and the president Zelensky must be commended for their courage and bravery to be outgunned by Russia and is still able to hold the capital, Kiev, for a third day. Unlike the cowardice of the Afghanistan officials who fled after a successful coup attempt by the Taliban. And of course, I wrote about this just a few months ago that the Americans were pulling out of Afghanistan after years of years, I believe 20 years of, 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 of strategically investing and spending on the Afghanistan against the Taliban and extremists. And as soon as the Americans decided that they would leave, the officials fled the island, that f- fled the country. And of course, the Taliban is now in charge. But that's not what we're hearing. And I'm going to play something that I just heard from CNN.
1: Last weapon to sort of fend off any big Russian push uh, into the city. It's extremely the kind of people that had taken up. They had rocket launchers and they had petrol bombs, Molotov cocktails that the local residents had prepared um, and brought to them as a sort of last chance weaponry to sort of fend off any big Russian push. Um, into the city. And it's extraordinary the kind of people that had taken up, up arms. Uh, there, were, there were waiters. One of the people I spoke to you worked know, in a restaurant. Another one was a banker. And another one you know, was a, a, an economic analyst. And they all said basically the same thing, which is that you know, up until a few days ago, they were not even thinking of picking up arms to fight the Russians. But then when they saw the invasion happen, something changed. And they decided to... I they had you know walking
0: launches and they had and so that's what's going on so we was, we. that's from a, a a video a CNN video excerpt from a CNN, CNN news source that I, I I videotaped briefly to share with you guys and I posted it on my Twitter feeds and social media feeds but they must be they, they must be commended see and um, but that's what's happening in the news but today I wanted to Spend some time to share with you from the neoliberal a particular article that I am bringing up for you right now. If I could find it, uh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Um, the, I I promised that I was the next episode was supposed to be on neoliberalism, globalization, income and inequality, poverty, and resistance, and I wanted us to share some reviews with you. Uh, of, Of course, upon its release, it was the number one in two categories, deconstructivist philosophy and critical and deconstructionist history. I left Jamaica over 10 years ago and completed research at the prestigious Ivy League College University of Penn. For my research, I have produced an academic non-fiction book that I'd like to promote with my community. The book entitled Neoliberalism was part of my research project at the University of Penn and I worked with some of the top minds at Penn to complete this thesis that I published in a book. It's also Black History Month and the book explores issues of diversity, black history and globalization, as it affects people of the global South and those in the diaspora and marginal communities. It is an interdisciplinary work that is passionate, exciting, and different as it is not only a coherent research project that presents and interprets data and statistics, but contains several discussions and blogs, papers, and narratives that can be interpreted as anthropological at best. Neoliberalism is two books in one. In its entirety, it is, it is a critical examination and analysis of history, philosophy, politics, economics, and resistance in relation to the US, Jamaica, other countries, and the world. Part A provides a case study of how this is done. Part B analyzes the efficacy of the people's response to discrimination and hegemony, which is systematic. I would like to present links and discussions to the reviews. Firstly, the first review is from Kirkos Reviews, according to Kirkos Reviews, and Kirkos Reviews is a top book review platform which has a worldwide audience. And I was able to get the book reviewed by Kirkos, and according to them and the reviewer, neoliberalism, globalization, income inequality, poverty, and resistance is an erudite economic analysis and welcome perspective. Kirchhoff's reviews say that, wrote that a Jamaican scholar debuts work Analyzes the impact of neoliberalism on recent Jamaican history. Mackenzie, who was born and raised in Jamaica and is currently a doctoral student at Georgetown University, begins it w- begins this work with an exceptionally useful primer on the history of his native country, from the arrival of Christopher Columbus to later British imperialism, the World War II era. And decolonization. Jamaica he says is a capitalist nation centered on culture of servitude where tourism, hospitality, sports and music are the main sources of income and the blame for its currently stagnant economy he asserts lies squarely with neoliberal policies which focuses on free market Free market, capitali- ca- free market capitalism and deregulation, both inside the nation's bureaucracy and its nominal Western allies. Early chapters highlight how neoliberal technocrats forged the Washington consensus inside Jamaica's government that perpetuated and even exacerbated poverty for more than half a century. The book's second half pays particular attention to how international events since the 1980s, from the elections of Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher to the global ascendance of the Black Lives Matter movement, intersected with Jamaica's economic and social history. The author gives the ideas of pan-African thinkers, including France, Fanon, ample attention and analysis, as well as those of black nationalists such as Jamaican Marcus Garvey, whom the author critiques for his fascist ideological roots and embrace of Western-style capitalism. This well-researched interdisciplinary volume makes its points in passionate and learned prose, and Mackenzie shows an expert command of relevant scholarship by historians, economists, and social theorists. The Tory force narrative, unfortunately, wanes wanes in its final chapter, which examines solutions to neoliberalism using references to the 2002 film film Dirty Pretty Things, an anticlimactic ending that doesn't meet the high bar set by the previous ten chapters. Nonetheless, this book as a whole provides an important commentary and critical context on this subject an erudite analysis of Jamaica's economic history. That review was from Kirkus review. Uh, the second review comes from online, online book clubs, online book club, which describes it as a welcome perspective on the effects of neoliberalism. Now, the online book club also produced, uh, the reviewer, Reading rain, rain, uh, reading roses. Who is an acclaimed book critic and an affiliate of Amazon Services? Uh, they produced a YouTube video of the review, and I am going to share that with you. I'm going to read the book review of
1: neoliberalism. Globalization, Income Inequality, Poverty and Resistance by Ronaldo C. McKenzie. The author, Ronaldo C. McKenzie, in this book, Neoliberalism, Globalization, Income Inequality, Poverty and Resistance, accumulated enough information and revealed how the Jamaican economy had attempted a capitalist economy. The author used Jamaica to uncover the challenges of the Caribbean and Pan-Africa. He also discussed the solutions to these problems. 11 chapters the author took his readers on a discussion ranging from the evolution of neoliberal structural adjustment in jamaica to decolonization neoliberal globalization and resistance one thing i liked most about this book was the passionate manner in which the author presented his arguments this aspect of the book kept me reading the book till the end from the expressions used in the book his claims were not just opinions based on sentiment but factual representations of the current realities for example When Ronaldo talked about the effects of SAP on employment, he had statistics of the employment figures from Jamaica from 1968 to 2007. Likewise, he proved the falsity of some facts, like the issue of research funded by the Jamaican government and the United States Agency for International Aid. The author clearly expressed his opinions at each point. After reading these aspects of the book, I applauded the author. Furthermore, I like the author's dedication to research. He ensured enough details of his facts as he left footnotes and references to articles, research papers, videos, and materials used in compiling his work. It was also mind-blowing that he referred to a talk show from FOX by Tucker Carlson. This book sets a standard for other books on the issues of neoliberalism and economic analysis. However, there were some comments I would like the author to take note of, which some readers may misunderstand. The author's statement about the liberation Christ came to effect, not yet coming to bear, may seem offensive to some sensitive readers from the Christian community. I understand the intention of the author behind this statement, but it may be misconstrued. This nonfiction book was a welcome perspective on the effects of neoliberalism, and I gained knowledge from the book on these topics. But I found several errors while reading the book. Hence, I rate this book three out of four stars. It seems not edited professionally. Neoliberalism globalization, income inequality, poverty and resistance is suitable for those interested in understanding the effects of the government systems like liberalism and capitalism. Also, it involved the effects of colonialism on the Caribbean, therefore, it would suit those interested in such topics. Thank you, Peter, for reading this book review. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did if we sparked your interest.
0: That was a online book club reading Rainbow critic critic of the uh, critique review of the book, giving it three out of four stars, which uh, which I guess I need to respond to that. We're doing a revised edition of the book, and we are responding to some of the editorial issues. We have already started some of the editorial re editorial work, and uh, it is available on Amazon and from Ingram Spark. And uh, several other outlets Or you can actually get the book directly from me But uh, we have responded to some of the editorial issues Which uh, the book is available On actually several different platforms And is also on the Audible Which you can get an excerpt of the Audible Right here on uh, Actually on the oh, You can get an excerpt If you go to one of our episodes I think I play that for you And um, one of the Another, uh, another review of the book was done by Professor Martin Oppenheimer, who is author of several groundbreaking works, including The Hate Handbook. Uh, he's also written State of Modern America, uh, and he's also edited several works. Uh, at, uh, he's, an, he's actually Professor Emeritus at the University, uh, at Rutgers University, and he's retired from University of Pennsylvania. So he wrote that uh, Ronaldo was one of my most interesting students at Penn, whom I've had the pleasure of advising on several theses and works. His book project is really very good. His treatment of black nationalism and Marcus Garvey in the context of the globalized economy is unique and really a brand new interpretation. That's just one of The one of many very interesting points he covers, he covers. The thesis is very thorough, very provocative, well argued, and overall more than more than acceptable. Martin Oppenheimer So that's uh, one of his. uh, That's one of the scholarly review by one of my professors at Pennsylvania. Now, of course, I'd be honored to discuss this book with you in more detail. The book is available in all formats all over the world via Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kobo. Except in Jamaica and the Caribbean, it's available in various platforms and can be obtained through our spot printers, however. And we're having some discussions with some outlets in Jamaica to have the book available there and in other Caribbean islands. We continue to explore issues of power, position and privilege. You continue you can continue to check you can check out my uh academia.edu website, rmackenzie.academia.edu edu for more discussions on issues of power and inequality, justice and so on and so forth. Of course I continue to blog on my blog site, com, And then you can also check me out on my social media pages, Twitter, Ronaldo Mackenzie i'm on facebook as well instagram and uh and uh, and on linkedin i have a website which we are trying to recover the content we uh, we and we have recovered some of the content but we're going to work on the website so that it's more uh, available and accessible and more user friendly and easy to navigate uh we've heard from your comments and we are going to respond to them but thank you so much for your support And share this uh, podcast with your friends and continue to let us know how we're doing. Have a great day.